All right, welcome back to another episode of Behind the Grind. I am your host, Sherrod Schuler, and I'm so glad to be back with you, especially for this pop-up episode. And so, listen, I am so glad to be able to share with you. It's been a minute since I've had an opportunity just to talk to you guys. Uh, This week, there's no one in the grind seat, so we're just going to talk. Um, This is a pop-up episode, and you know how pop-up episodes work. They just pop up, right? (laughs) And so, our goal for the month of October is to get back to our routine. We are planning to share with you on Mondays the 10-minute commute that... 10 minute segment that we share here on Behind the Grind, where I get an opportunity to share some uh, inspiration, maybe some motivation, word of knowledge, word of wisdom, whatever God gives me to share with you on Mondays. uh, That is the goal. And then on Fridays, we have some interviews that we have uh, interviewed some dynamic people, some leaders, some people who have done some things in the marketplace and are doing some things in the marketplace. We're going to share those interviews throughout the month of October. And so um, just to kind of get you caught up in my world, I know there's so much going on. When you run a podcast, uh, there are things happening, you know, that pop up and it causes some changes. And so uh, we're going to try to, uh, you know, at least give you guys some um, different programming in those uh, scenarios um, going forward. But, um, you know, over the last three weeks, we've been traveling quite a bit and actually we've been kind of traveling to the same state. Um, So over the last three weeks, we've been traveling back to back to the state of Michigan, our home state. Um, You know, three weeks ago, um, my wife um, had some uh, losses in her family and when I that she lost. And so we uh, went to Michigan to uh, take care of that, um, you know, as we continue to pray with uh, the family, as it's been a very difficult time as far as that is concerned, as far as lost. And so we did that three weeks ago. We're in Michigan. And then two, uh, a week or two ago, we went to a conference there here in Michigan as well, uh, Kingdom Encounter Conference, which was put on by um, our home church in Michigan, uh, Embassy Covenant Church, also known as Embassy Metro Detroit. That conference was fire. And, uh, you know, when I say fire, I don't use that. I know I use that terminology a lot, but I mean, this really was a wonderful, brilliant, um, put together, well put together a conference, very intimate conference where we experienced some dynamic leaders that were speaking into our lives. Um, and that this was not for show. This was really the hand and the move of God in that count, uh, in that conference, which was really an encounter. So many individuals uh, downloaded. We got some elements of um, how God wanted us to move in the kingdom for his economics. We saw miracles, signs and wonders. So miracles took place. We saw the prophetic on high. We saw deliverance on high. Uh, we got a word on how to break codes. I mean, it was a fire conference, um, one that I am still sitting in and resting in. And then just a few days ago, we just finished up. Um, we were had the privilege and the honor uh, to minister at our home church, um, um, the church that our covering church, I should say, the church out of uh, uh, Detroit that we just mentioned. Um, that is our um, apostolic covering, our apostolic church that uh, that that we fall from and that we're flow from, I should say, and that we're planning to expand here in Georgia. So though you, those of you who are wondering, we are expecting to um, uh, do that same uh, ministry here in Georgia. And so you pray with us and stay tuned as God does the work here in Georgia. But that ministry, we had an opportunity to minister 
and God did a wonderful thing. He was able to pour out of us. Uh, it was just an honor just to fellowship as well as serve with my family. A great time. And um, I believe God was uh, ble um, blessed us in that house and blessed us in that place. And so we're back in Georgia. We're back in Atlanta. And um, today I just felt led to just get on here and talk to you guys uh, so that we can talk about some things um, just to help you, you know, to understand what's happening. Uh, we're approaching um, um, the, the fourth quarter, right? We're ending the third quarter per se, and we're going to be entering into uh, the fourth quarter here soon. But what's very interesting about this time period and that we're going to talk about today is a few days ago, or I should say it was Sunday or so, uh, that was acknowledged as a new year according to the Hebrew calendar. So we know we have uh, the regular new year that we all are aware of that happens January 1st of 2023 that is coming up. And that'll take place in a few months, you know, several months from now we'll be celebrating that. But the Hebrew calendar, this is the calendar that we believe that God uh, established for his people uh, as they would cross over into the new year first. And so on, according to the Hebrew calendar, this is the year 5783, right? 5783. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that, just a very little bit, because, um, you know, um, I'm not well versed um, in that year. So I'll be very honest with you. But I know that the world, the year does bring some significance and some things that we need to pay attention to. So we'll talk briefly about that. But really what I really want to talk about just in general is the seasons and how seasons are changing, right? Uh, we know um, that is very prominent just in life, right? Every year we go through the cycle of around this time. This is the fall season as we go from summer to fall. And unlike other seasons to me, this is just me talking. This is, seems to be a season that's kind of like a drastic shift. Like you can be one minute uh, burning up and then all of a sudden leaves and you can look around and the leaves have now changed depending on where you are in the country. Uh, the leaves are fall have fallen off the trees. The, 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 uh, the colors have changed. Things literally shift and it's like, it just happens right away. And so during this time of the year, September or so in October, we see a lot of changes that take place. Um, this is just that time of the year. The kids go back to school. All of that is taking place. And so we know at the beginning of the month of September, we um, saw a significant um, change or trend, uh, a transition that took place. And that transition was Queen Elizabeth. Right. Just from a, a global standpoint, let's start there. We saw in the beginning of the month, the first uh, transition or season change. We saw Queen Elizabeth. Uh, who had been in that that role for in the monarchy for such a a long period of time? They said it's been over seventy seventy years or so that she had been in that 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 reign, right? And so longer than anyone anyone else, right? She's been in that reign, and we knew obviously we know at some point that that would come to a close. The closure would happen. Um, but this took place. And as we watched it, you know, that's one of those things uh, that grabs your attention and you watch what takes place. And as we watch this uh, take place, uh, we realize that um, things shift quickly. So as she's being uh, as they're planning and they go through the, 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 the planning of her her funeral and all of those things. And we go through all of that. 
At the same time, there's changing of power, right? And so they're transferring power from the queen to King Charles. And so that's an interesting thing to watch. I believe it was like less than a day or two later, they were literally putting him into position or, or, or uh, setting him up for the transfer. And of course, again, this was already in the works. They already understand this. It's already a part of the, the monarchy system of how this works. It was no guessing. There's nothing to have to worry about. We know from when one person passes and you can already pretty much determine the next person. The plan has been established. It's just a matter of the moment and the time of that transfer taking place. And so we saw that from a global standpoint. It caused you to pay attention to and to, to really see how power changes. And so um, what has really been discussed for, for, for all of us is we're seeing a shift empower in a lot of different things. So that's on a global standpoint. And, and, but we're seeing this in other areas. Um, those of you who follow faith or Christian based things and, and know of the, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes, um, a pillar, um, in the, in, in the Christian communities, especially in the black commu uh, Christian community, but he's also a well uh, sought after speaker, um, in all other cultures as well. Um, you know, he has been referred to as many, as this day's uh, uh, Billy Graham, right? Evangelist Bill, Billy Graham. He, he's been stated to be that type of individual. And so he has for years done, had a, a great influence and he's been able to orchestrate and put together uh, these uh, great conferences. And, and, and a lot of them um, have been such um, landmark conferences, you know, conferences such as um, Woman Thar Loose, conferences such as Megafest, Back to the Bible, um, um, the Men's Conference. Um, there's been so many things that he has put together uh, from a standpoint of bringing uh, people together from all walks of life, per se, and from all um elements of the uh, of, of, of the gospel and, and he's been able to bring people there listen to different speakers uh, that we would have not have listened to if it wasn't for a person like uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes but one of his conferences that really opened up the door for all of the other conferences uh, was a conference that he really dedicated toward women and and it was a conference called Woman Thou Art Loose and that conference, when you hear the history and hear him talking about the conference, it wasn't something that he just sought off to do and say, hey, I'm going to have this big old mega conference. He was just uh, responding to uh, what God had asked him to do. I believe it happened in his local assembly at the time where he was. And it grew, it organically grew to something um, wonderful, right? Something grand, something big. So much so that it really introduced, like I said, a lot of it was a platform for a lot of other female uh, ministers, preachers, as they came through this conference and spoke at this conference, many of them were able to really grow their ministries and really go uh, to new heights and new levels. Um, and many of them have the gift. I'm not taking anything away from them, but the platform that Women Thyre Lose created for them really gave them an opportunity to really grow and really become uh, some successful uh, individuals in the gospel. And so with that being said, from that same platform, it has grown um, where, you know, years later, I remember, um, you know, 20 years ago, right, per se, my mom would obviously buy the VHS tapes. So I'm, I'm dating myself a little bit, but she would buy the VH, H, te, uh, VHS tapes of the different um, conferences. And of course, they, they were geared toward women, but they would, from time to time, he would invite uh, speakers such as 
uh, one of my favorite speakers, Bishop Noel Jones, right? He would have him speak and I would listen to specifically uh, Bishop Noel Jones speaking to the women, right? And But the message would always be good. So there'd be nuggets that you can grab out um, as a man. You could grab out some of those messages from those. But I, I remember him in those settings, those, those environments and listening to those messages, thinking to myself, the, the, the stadiums that were filled with all women. This was something something remarkable, never seen before. So much so that after, uh, just from that conference alone, it produced a movie, a, a, I believe a stage play, a movie, all of that kind of stuff. And he was able to do so much from it. So what he did significant this past weekend, though, is he did a transfer, per se. And he literally transferred uh, what he had learned, uh, what he had gained, all of the things that he has gotten from women that are loose. He literally transferred that on to his daughter. And um, if you go out to YouTube or any of the places and you watch that um, that ceremony, per se, or that uh, the way he did it, it was pretty much life changing. The words that he used, the way that he affirmed his daughter, the way that he spoke into her life. It was such a powerful movement. And then he began to uh, pour the oil on her, right? And poured the oil, meaning that she was now anointed. Uh, it was now being transferred over to her. Everything that he had built was actually transferred to her. Life-changing, just to see. Um, you know, I know some people think it's not, you know, all that significant. Just, oh, okay, what's that's, that's supposed to happen. But the way that he was able to speak into that moment, I thought was so amazing. And so I bring that up because it was even, again, significant to this time. And I'm really referring to this season and this time because these are just things that we can see in the natural that we can all relate to, per se. And that's why we're bring, I'm bringing them up. But if you look around even in your personal life or maybe in your job, maybe in your business, um, maybe in a corporations around you, whatever the case may be, you may be seeing these significant changes taking place. People are literally uh, transferring um, their 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 organization, their leadership, their department. Maybe someone has gotten a new job around you. Maybe one manager has gotten a new job, and a new manager is now being uh, handed the reign. Uh, this is now becoming something. Not just I'm not saying it's happening everywhere, but it's something to understand the shifting of power. And that's what I really want to talk about is the shifting in the season, the transfer of power, which has really been taking place um, for the last year or two. We've been seeing this even in, you know, in other areas as well, but it's significant to this time period. And we're going to see this probably for over the next uh, several months. We're going to see significant changes as we go into the uh, what we know as the natural new year. Uh, you're going to see uh, people putting things in place so that they can get in place for the year 2023. And so transfer is going to continue to happen with that does. Uh, you know, we do know that there are some transfers that will happen because due to death, like we just talked about initially from the situation with um, Queen Elizabeth. And then there will be some where leaders who are still in their prime or still at a place where they're still able to 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 do some things. Are going to begin to uh, turn over uh, their, their their whatever the case may be over to the next generation. It's almost like that Moses uh, giving it over to Joshua experience. We're beginning to see, and this brings me to a point for those of you who are um, 
maybe your leaders uh, to some extent. Maybe you've been in your leadership role for quite some time. And this is for seasons leaders that I'm referring to. And maybe you're thinking about what's next for you, right? Maybe you're thinking about what's next for you. But the question really is, what do you have in place? What systems do you have in place to replace you? You know, maybe you've built a business um, that you have had for years and maybe, you know, you have several sons and daughters or maybe your, your children don't want the business, right? Maybe they don't want to carry it on, but you've got to make a significant um, choice on how to shift or transfer for that business. How do you do that? How does this happen? How does this take place? This is very interesting to talk about succession plans. It's, it's, it's not always a fun topic to talk about, to talk about when someone isn't here, but it's interesting to know. And this is the same thing that we remember in the scriptures when Jesus tried to prepare the disciples for his departure, per se. Departure meaning that he was amongst them for some such a period of time. And then that he, we knew that he would have to go to the cross and then he had to go to another level or another uh, place for promotion, per se. So he was getting ready to be promoted out. Right. And so as he's being promoted out, he is setting the stage for those around him. And there was such a situation where he talked to his disciples and one of them rose up because they were used to seeing it and they love they got comfortable of how things were. And one of the disciples, as we all know, Peter, who, who was a little more outspoken, was able to speak up or did speak up and said, God forbid, you know, not that you're going, you know, he began to tell them all the things that were going to happen and how he's going to go to the cross. But Peter had to uh, was the one that had, had to say something right, spoke up and began to try to talk to and speak into that moment. And this is the same moment after Jesus had gone through all of this and they spoke to them and asked them, who do men say that I am and all of that good stuff. And Peter was that one, you know, who said thou art the, you know, all that good stuff. And Jesus acknowledged that he had learned that from the father. The same Peter now is saying, God, put that behind you. No, it's not going to happen. What you're talking about, you're about to leave. It's not going to happen. And the Lord had to rebuke him. The Lord had to put him in place. He said, letting them know that basically what he was speaking was against the will of the father. But in other words, what God or what Jesus was really trying to get us to see was that we have to prepare the succession, right? I have to prepare you, which I have. In many cases, you have prepared the next. Sometimes they have gotten comfortable seeing what's here. But they've got to know that you're about to move on. And sometimes the move on does not result in death, per se. Sometimes the move on doesn't result in anything. Sometimes you're still there, but you've moved on from that role. Transitions are happening. You know, that that this is just how it works. You know, I, I look at so many different things in life. In order to really say that you're successful, I'm learning, you've got to learn how to build uh, uh, the next generation behind you. You've got to build that. And so much for our culture, and I'm going to speak specifically to the back culture, we have not, you know, because we've come from years and generations where we were, were taken away from really building things, this, a lot of this is still new to us. And so sometimes when we build success, we may get into our egos. We may get into how we do it. When the reality is we've got to learn how what we're building is not about us. We're there for a certain reign of time, right? And a reign of time. And when our reign is over, our borrowed time, our steward time, because God gives us the ability to steward time. When our steward time comes to an end, we've got to know when to hand it over.
And so you as a leader, those seasoned leaders, I'm going to take a moment to talk to the seasoned leaders. In seasoned leaders, not saying that now is the time to transfer, but maybe now is the time to start to think about what's next, who's next. Now, you may not have to go and have uh, you know, a big old ordeal or a formal event about who you're going to promote into the next. You know, that could be a, a timing issue. Maybe it's not time to reveal that, but this is something to really determine um, for the success or the legacy. That's the key word for the legacy of what is to take place. And legacy is most important for us. Uh, and again, in the, in certain communities, for us to really make sure we take that to heart to build legacy, whatever that legacy may be. And so succession plan is important in your business, in your organization, in anything you do. I, you know, even in this case right now, I'm, I'm working this podcast, right? Doing a podcast. But at some point, you know, I'm going to want to give it quits. Is the goal to start something and quit something or is the goal to build something for something else? Right. Uh, maybe it is to pass to someone else. Right. Maybe it is to set somebody else up. You know, maybe that person's related to me. Maybe that person isn't related to me. These are things that you've got to really know where you fit in the equation, you know, and how to transfer things over at the appropriate time. So we're seeing that happening the seasons are changing, things are changing. And so let's get into what I wanted to first talk about um, is the year 5783, which um, if you look up the, the, the year, it has been described that this is the year of Gamel. And so Gamel can be uh, described um, in many different ways. And the best way I've heard it is that it's uh, the year of maturity. <laughs> Isn't that in, in, important? for maturity, right? As things bud, it comes into full maturation. It feels like this is the year that we, many people we're going to see come into full maturation. And this may apply to your business. This may apply to you in your career. You, you've been trying to figure it out for the last few years, per se. You've been, been good. You've been successful. You've been having a lot of wins, but now you're in it where you know what things are. You're, you're at a mature place. You're moving at a much mature spot now. And it's important that you understand the power that you have. It's sitting in that power, sitting in that place, uh, sitting in a place where God is doing something um, wonderful in your life. And also this year also talks about, it talks about stability. So not only is it mature, but it's a stable year, right? Uh, year, it was little, as many of us have come out of years of things, not really sure, uncertain, not saying that this year is going to be more certain. There's going to be a lot of unknown. There's going to be a lot of unexpected. There's going to be a lot of things that keep popping up and so forth. But this will be a year for stability for your business, for your life, for your ministry, for whatever the case may be. But when I say stability, you're going to be able to rest and trust in God. And so what they describe stability as a three-legged stool. In order for a stool to be stable, it has to at least have those three legs. You can't sit on two legs, one leg or two legs. It requires three legs in order to be stable. And so as we sit in this year of 5783, it's about sitting in the stool of being stable. You are trusting God. And so as we move into this year, this is a year to simply trust God. There are going to be a lot of things that move around that's that, that there's only going to be like, I guess the best way to describe it 
it's like it's smoke screens, right? It's like it's it's gassed up. It's like it's fake. It's like we're going into Halloween and you go into a haunted house. There are going to be things that are propped up to, 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 to put terror or scare in you. But you've got to sit in the seat knowing that whatever God has promised is going to work out this year. It's going to come to pass. Everything he's promised, he's got your back. He's got you covered. Everything that he's already uh, predestined, whatever he's already spoken, the promises, they're already true. So in this year, whatever it is in your business, you may get some what looks like scare, right? You may get what looks like it's going to take you out. You've got to be you got to be set. You got to be able to sit back and know and know, hey, I trust. I know God. So now is important to really understand what God is saying concerning your life, concerning your ministry, concerning your business, concerning whatever. Whatever it is that you're doing concerning, even if you're an athlete concerning how you're going to do this season, but you're going to understand there's going to be some things that are going to be some scattered. There's going to be some chatter. There's going to be some this, that things that are going to be said to scare you out of your seat. And it's important that you take and keep your seat in this season. Now, this is also going to be interesting for those that are believers. Uh, you're going to see a lot of uh, supernatural things taking place in your life. You're going to see miracles, signs and wonders, uh, things that when we say supernatural, we're really talking about things that could not have been done without the hand of God uh, making it work. Right. So you're going to see some of those things happen in your life and your business, in your career and things that you do. Uh, just be prepared to be prepared for that. Understand that they're going to take place and God's going to continue to make a way. You know, we just ministered a message about the woman who had uh, a situation where she had lost her husband. Uh, she became a widow. Her sons were going to be sold potentially. Uh, they were coming to take them at the creditors were coming to take them and to do things with them. And so she was in a pickle per se. She was in a bad situation, but the prophet gave her some instructions and those instructions that she followed, uh, God continued to supernaturally replenish and replenish and replenish and replace, um, the, the oil that she needed to set her up and to set her up to be in a position to bless her on the end. I believe in this season, God is going to replenish some things. He's going to continue to feel some things. You've got to trust God. And the ultimate thing, God's going to make you so wealthy because the wealth transfer is really taking place this year. It's really taking place that's that actually not this year. It's not something that we're pushing off. You're walking into uh, this wealth transfer. You're walking as we speak. As, as I'm speaking today, you're going to, you're experiencing the wealth transfer taking place and it might as well accept what God's doing. Uh, they have described, I've heard others describe this year as the year where the rich man, they say, uh, is going to chase down uh, the poor man per se, right? Uh, he's running him down. He's going to chase him down, right? So this year you're going to see the blessings literally chase you down. God's going to literally make sure that the rich man per se is going to put wealth into your hands. He's chasing you down. In other words, you don't have to struggle. You don't have to fight. And for so many people, this is going to be a year as you sit in that seat of stability, trusting and knowing God, God is just going to handle. He's going to fight your battles. I know this sounds like, well, I got to be doing something. I got to be fighting. You've been fighting for the last three or four years. 
So God here, God saying in this year, you're going to sit, right? And as you sit, that doesn't mean that you're inactive, doesn't mean you're not doing anything, but you're sitting in the fact that you trust God, whatever he's told you to do, just do it and watch God do something. And people are going to ask you, well, how did you do it? Can you write us out a plan? Can you, can you tell us how you do it? And in some cases, you're not going to be able to really articulate how it happened. You're just going to look up and your bank account's going to show a massive success. Um, the things around you, the health around you, the things around you is going to be taking place. And as though it seems as other people may be listening to those voices and listening to the terror and it may impact their business because they are self-sabotaging, you're going to be stable. You're going to be set. You're going to be sitting in that seat where things are just going to come to pass. This is a year that uh, the best way to describe it is don't try to figure it out. Mm. This is a year to, to, to don't have to. Ex you're not going to be able to explain. So in other words, this is really that year of miracles because things are going to happen for you that people are going to want to know how can we do the same exact thing. And to be honest, it may the, 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 the method that you use may not work for them. Right. The method that God gave you, it may not be for unless God gives you instructions to teach it. It may just not be the method for them. And they're going to wonder, how did you do it? And they may get frustrated because they feel like they should be able to do it, too. But God's given you such a, a customized uh, a method on how to uh, receive your transfer, receive the blessing. Uh, and then most of it is going to result in you being uh, faithful. Uh, most of it is going to be resulting in you being consistent. And most of it, most of all, is going to be resulted in you sitting in the seat and trusting God. The three-legged stool sit in that seat. And trust God. This is the season just to trust. I know it's hard. You want to figure it out. If he tells you to go, I'm going. I'm going to do whatever he tells me to do. It may sound crazy. It may look crazy. It may not make logical sense at times. But if my God says do it, I'm just going to do it. That's the timing. This is the season that we're in. That's the timing. And so um, we talked about uh, transfer as, as we've mentioned. And we're talking about what God's doing in 5783. So I hope this really blesses you, you know, as we're recording this, um, um, you know, I'm just thinking about all of the things, the, the, the time of the year that we're in and how the seasons change. And um, typically for me, I pay strong attention to this year because, of course, this is the time of the year where we know it's hurricane season. And as I'm recording this, we're praying for those uh, that are in Florida. Um, I'm praying that the, the storm, you know, as I'm recording this, they, they're stating that the storm is um, going to be different categories. I'm praying that the strength or whatever the case may be, may be weakened, that it will not uh, have as devastating effects that they're anticipating. I am, I'm praying that uh, there will not be uh, life loss in this case where people will heed to the instructions and as they heed to the instructions, uh, even though uh, everyone's prepared for the worst, I I pray that the storm does not do uh, any, it's going to have some damage, but we pray that it won't be as devastating as they are predicting. The rainfall will not be as devastating as it will, as they want it to be. And to be honest with you, uh, that, 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 that it weakens as we speak it out now. Um, I believe we're in a season where we can actually pray these prayers 
and things actually happen um, because I know, um, you know, places like Florida, you know, Puerto Rico was just hit, um, you know, um, days ago. And, uh, you know, there's only so much that the people can take. You know, we've come out of COVID. We've come out of different things. And so those of us that are believers, if we can pray, start interceding and, and, and causing these things to 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 get ahead of it. God wants us to pray and he wants us to pray for the people that we don't take for granted, um, you know, what people are going through and what people are suffering. Um, and, and, and again, this is not limited to certain places, you know, Florida or Puerto Rico. We realize the way the weather works, it can have things of some devastation can happen in any place here in America. And, and, you know, before we can get, uh, into a place of saying, well, that's why I don't live, uh, near the water, or I don't live here before we get too heavenly minded uh, or too judgmental or whatever you want to call it and start making these type of statements, um, understand that any of us are susceptible to a bad storm. Any of us are susceptible to a bad, uh, whatever the case may be. And so what we're praying today is for our brothers and our sisters that may be in the pathway of that storm, that God uh, has his hand, that he weakens that storm and that, um, that it, it will not cause total devastation, that businesses will be able to continue, um, that they'll be able to run and function, that lives will be spared, um, that families will remain together, that um, that homes will stay intact, right? Um, and that those who um, um, you know don't have the, the capacity to take one more hit, that God will spare them, put a hedge around them. You know, um, you know, the money, economics, everything is happening right now, and we're thinking that the the shortages and all those things are impacting people's lives. It's these type of things that really devastate people. It's these tragedies that take place that really take up a person's economy and really tilters it. And so we really are praying um, for the weakening of that storm. Well, I feel like I've talked to you guys for quite a bit. We were kind of all over the place, but I appreciate you listening to us. Um, like I said, we have a goal to bring to you in the, throughout the month of October some interviews on Fridays. Stick with us. Tune in on Fridays to hear those interviews. On Mondays, we are back to the 10-minute commute where we're going to just drop that, that inspiration, the voice of inspiration, the moment of inspiration, whatever we can do uh, to keep you encouraged and to uh, keep you on your day. Uh, the, the idea of the 10-minute commute is for you to think of it in terms of the journey. And many of you are literally driving and journey uh, and on a journey every day. And so we would love for this podcast to be a part of your daily commute or your weekly commute. And so we would love for you to tune in. So if you love this podcast, tell a friend, like, share, comment, do all of that good stuff so that other people can learn a little bit more about Behind the Grind podcast. Um, with your boy Sherrod. So until the next time, this is Behind the Grind.